Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio Class is in session with host the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace, brings you the stories behind the glory. Hear from women and men who decided that life didn't define them. They were going to define themselves. Pen and papers ready. Class is now in session. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm sorry, guys. I love the 2017 intro. It sounds a little bit more like um, Define You Radio Club is in session, but it's just amping you up for the episode. (laughs) Well, good evening, and welcome to Define You Radio Classes in Session. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for allowing us to define your Tuesdays. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Make sure you follow the show on Blog Talk Radio. That means if you're listening online, hit the follow button. And connect with me at ValenciaGWallace.com. So today we are talking about shifting your focus with a great friend of mine. Guys, it's like we're cousins in another life. I don't know. But I'm going to open up today's show with a quote to kind of set the tone. Okay? The way to overcome negative thoughts and destructive emotions is to develop opposing positive emotions that are stronger and more powerful. Now, that quote comes from the Dalai Lama. And you guys could, I'll post it on the show page on Facebook. Make sure you're connected with the show on Facebook at Define You Radio and shifting your focus for all your comments and nuggets that you get from today's show. And with that being said, that quote kind of leads us into what we're discussing tonight, which, of course, is shifting your focus. And I'm going to bring on a friend of mine. She's a Define You Radio alum or alumni, whichever the proper terminology is, Patrice Green Godfrey. (laughs) She is also one of the co-authors of a book project I was part of in 2016, Transition, Create the Life You Desire, which if you go to my website, ValenciaGWallace.com, you can purchase it. You can find out more about the book and everything. It was an awesome project. And um, let me tell you just a little bit about Patrice. She's the founder of the Life Shift Institute. She helps mothers transition their thinking, and she teaches them how to live life on their own terms. One of the ways she does this is mental detoxing, mindset shifting, and more. So with that being said, guys, tonight we're going to discuss three things you may need to shift your mind away from. And three, we're going to give you three tips on how to do that. It's all about shifting your focus. What you think about, what you focus on, tends to come to fruition in, in your life. I know that is true in, in my own life, and I'm sure some of you guys will agree wholeheartedly that you can see the negative thoughts come to life. And it's not that you're psychic, but you're drawing that to you with what you're focusing on. So with that being said, I want to introduce Patrice. 
Patrice, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you didn't start with the roll tide foolishness. Um, no, no. Kicking no, this show no. off. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys have to uh, understand that Patrice is from Alabama, and I, of course, am from Louisiana. So there's a little rivalry there. I no bits and pieces about it. I don't follow football, but I'm sure if you Google Alabama versus Louisiana, you will see exactly what what I was talking about with the roll tide foolishness. So, um, <laughs> so Patrice, um, how are you doing today? Are you excited about tonight's show? Yes, I am super excited about tonight's show. I love talking about this stuff. And it, you know, in I think that the beginning of the year and the ending of the year, a lot of times we're focusing on the wrong things, and you know, it may not be on purpose, you know, but we're focusing on the wrong things, and it seems like negative after negative happens. But I believe that's because we're focusing on it. What are What are your thoughts on that? Exactly. Yep. You um I like what Lisa Nichols says, energy goes where energy flows or energy flows where energy mm. goes. So whatever you whatever you think about it'll happen. It will you will manifest that, whether it's good or bad. Mm. I I definitely agree with that and I love uh Lisa Nichols. She has some great quotes. Lisa, if you're listening in, call me. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, just had to had to throw that out there. That's so, right. Now I gave the audience a, a brief overview of what you do. Mm-hmm. But is there anything you would like to add uh add to that? Even though I think I did pretty good on the Yeah, the you opening. pretty much summed it up. I help <laughs> mainly working mothers, I help women, but um my audience is um, working mothers. I help them create the mindset so they can attract more, desire more, and have more. And most of them have self-doubt and self-feeling like they're they're not worthy and and the self-love. And once they shift their mindset to know that they are valuable and worthy and they can do whatever they want to do as long as, you know, once they shift that mindset, then they can have and create and attract all and more. Mm. So, yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, in a nutshell, uh, what is it, Um, nail on the head type situation. (laughs) And it's funny that you say working mothers, but I'm going to get back to that. But with what you do, what was that defining moment that made you decide, okay, this is exactly what I'm here to do. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm here to do, so I'm going to do it. What was that defining moment or moments that made the life shift institute come into fruition? When I became the go-to person to help people basically shift their lives. People, Mm -hmm. I mean, they came to me for 
like if I'm on the phone with someone, before we hang up hang up the phone, I have their problem solved. Mhm. And and and, that, and I was that go to person. And and that's an important thing what you said with solving the problem. Um it's a show I used to watch. I can't think of what it is. It escapes me at this time. But the guy always, one of his quotes, he would say um, something like, I focus on solutions or something like that. And I realized in my own life, you know, it, you can't focus on the problem. You can't always focus on the problem. You know, you have to focus on the solution. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tend to do and that's really what people need. They need to shift their focus from problem thinking to solution thinking. Exactly. You know? So in in your own life, in your own life, where did you see that you had to apply that problem solving thinking in you know, in your own personal life? Um Mine was self-doubt. I doubted myself when I was overwhelmed with with a lot of situations and problems, and I just doubted myself as a as a parent, <laughs> as a employee, as a wife. And I just once I shifted and knew that okay, you got this, you can do this, you you you're doing it, you know. And I just didn't give myself enough credit. Mm. Do you think mothers do that more? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Down, without a doubt, yes. It's it's so funny. Um the other day I was telling my husband that, you know, what what he thinks about and worries about is, you know, his thing. And what my son thinks about and worries about is his thing. But as the mom of the household, I I have both whatever they're worrying about and thinking about. I I so I have like twice the pressure, twice the thoughts, twice the whatever it is, or three times because I you know, I have my own stuff too. And I think just as as I don't know if it's a woman thing, is if it's a mother thing, like but I see it a lot in women. We do in internalize stuff and a lot of times it's easier just to go on autopilot. Yeah. I mean, because, like, for me, I can be at work, and on my way home, I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to eat for dinner? Okay, I got to do laundry. I got to help the kids with homework. I need to spend some time with my husband. You know, like, all of this stuff is running, you know. And then, after everybody is asleep, then I'm like, okay, I need to shift and focus on my business. Mm. So... That's yes. a, a whole other kind of shift. Yes. So as we as we talk about <clears throat> three things, three main things that stand out that people need to shift their mind away from, or you know, with shifting their focus, the three things that come to come to mind are you know overthinking, negative thinking, and slash self doubt and autopilot. So when we talk about overthinking. What what are your thoughts on on the whole overthinking aspect of you know when you focus on overthinking, which is is never good, never good. That um, I think, like I believe that 
when and I and it's for women or men, but I mainly, you know, focus on women. We overthink everything and if mm. we, you know, if we make life more more complicated than what it what it should be. And simple is better, you know. And once hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh, I thought it clicked off. But once, (laughs) (laughs) if you, I mean, we're stronger than what we give ourselves credit for. So Mm. once we just just back off and just slow down and just focus and, I mean, just, just simplify things. I mean, I can, you know, and I do it all the time. I did it with this. Mm-hmm. I was, I overcomplicated this. I was like, oh my god, I, you're, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared. I'm nervous. <laughs> you know, I even put in my group, y'all. I'm nervous. I don't know why, but I just overcomplicated it because you just make it flow so easy, and I get so relaxed and just keep talking like I am now. <laughs> 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 Definitely. Um and that that's my hashtag amen on that. But I know with the overthinking uh thing and I've posted <clears throat> quotes and different things about it, you know, sometimes you'll overthink yourself out of a goal or, you know, something you want to do. Right. And so I think, you know, especially women, no shade on the men, because I know, you know, but men deal with things differently. Exactly. Sorry, guys, that's my personal thoughts, you know. Um, But I think as women, we we do overthink. And I think that comes from our, this internal need that we have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And we want it. Right. It has to be right. But I think that we have to think about things that just some just it could be right and not be perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, overthinking is something that I see a lot with a lot of people that I talk to. You know, um, we make things more difficult than it needs to be. We'll overthink ourselves out of writing a book or speaking or whatever goal you have will overthink it. And I think that kind of leads into the next thing, which is, you know, negative thinking and self-doubt. Because I think overthinking is kind of like a spiral. So you're overthinking because you want it to be A1 perfect, and it leads into the next thing, which is self-doubt. So if you could expand a little bit on. Right. No, if you could expand on the whole self-doubt thing and explain, you know. Like you said, when you overthink it, then you talk yourself out of it, and then you doubt yourself, and then all the negative emotions and negative chatter comes in. You know, I I can't do this, or I don't think I'm good enough for this, or this is not for me, this is for somebody else, or they make it seem like it's so much this and that, and then you compare, then it goes into comparison, then you want to compare yourself mm. to somebody who's been in the game for years, and it's your first week, you know? <laughs> so I'm, like, serious. And then you don't know their, I'm all off topic, but you don't know their struggles of how they, you don't know, you don't know their struggles of how mm. they got to where they are. And, my, and I mm. always quote this, my grandmother always say, 
Don't be jealous of what somebody else has because you don't know how they got it. Mm. I like that. And that's so that, true. That is, it, it really is. And when I think about, um, and I kind of always compare things to dieting, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember before I lost weight, I had overthought the whole process. I was doing too much and overthought and put it off, put it off, put it off. And um, so then you kind of go into that self-doubt. Well, I've tried this this many times, and it didn't work. Um, You know, we'll we'll get there with it too. And I know when people compare their self to, to me as far as like, with the whole weight loss thing, then you can't compare yourself to me because simple fact that everybody's body is built different. And you don't know the back end that went in for me to lose those 80 pounds. I mean, comparison will, I think, feeds into self-doubt. And even with building a business, with building a business, if you think about it, it's like you don't, Know those two thirty mornings, you know. Exactly. You, you don't we know all, all a lot of times we'll we'll see the front end. Exactly. With the relationship with people's relationships, we'll see the the front end. We don't know the back end that goes on. We see the front end, so you can't compare because it'll you know lead into self doubt and and negative thinking. And I I wonder, you know, I'm gonna have to get a man on the show because I have questions. I have questions because I wonder if, and I I learned a few things from a show we did uh, last year where I had like a panel of men on, but I think with men, they kind of go through the same things women go through, but they express it differently. And I really don't know if men go through the whole self-doubt in comparison, at least not in a way that women do. Exactly. You know? Do you and your husband have these conversations? Um, not really. Because <laughs> he, he, his thing is um, he don't feel like being, you know, like don't come here trying to, He like trying he's not my, my, my audience. So he was like, I'm not one of your clients, <laughs> Trace. So you can go ahead with that. <laughs> I, I wonder if, if my husband feels that way. Because sometimes I'll ask, questions because I know women are more verbal yes, than than men. We're more verbal. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a question I'm gonna have to put to the side for, you know, when when a man comes on the show. You know. So when we going back to the three things mm-hmm. and I kinda relate this to me it's like a spiral that goes in order. The next thing that I say if people need to shift their mind away from, shift their focus away from, is going on autopilot. Yeah. Going on autopilot. So and it's, your and it's so easy. It's so easy to do. You know? You get in that habit of just doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And when you want out, you just I mean it's like you just it's like some like you like you in um you skating 
and you going around and around and around until somebody pull you, <laughs> like pull you, and you fall down and then get back up, and you realize, wow, I just kept going in a circle. You know, I don't know if that's a good analogy. But, um, yeah. I, mean, it, I understand. I understand. And I know in the, in the, in the process of, of setting goals or living life and wanting to change your life and unleash in 2017, autopilot sneaks in. And this is one of the things I say because what happened is you already, you're overthinking which is not good, and the overthinking because you want it to be perfect and pinpointed and you want another dictionary backwards and forwards when it comes to this thing, it leads into to negative thinking and self-doubt. And then a lot of times it causes us not to do nothing, which is autopilot. Because a lot of times we live, it's easier to live life on autopilot than to do something new. Exactly. And I think that's a, I don't know if that's a, a woman thing also, you know, I don't want to compare it when it comes to genders because I believe that all advice can apply to, you know, it transcends gender and race and everything else. But when you think about autopilot, I mean, you look up and, you know, you're 30 or 50 or 70. So your thoughts, did you find yourself going in autopilot? Like before you really started to shift your mind, yeah, was it easier I, just to do? Because I didn't know what I wanted. You know, I didn't know what I wanted, mm. so I, I just kept finding. I mean, just kept looking for what made me happy and what I felt good doing. So I, it was kind of all about mm. because I try this and I like it and I feel good doing this, but I want it more. Then I try something else and I like that. And but I wanted more, so it just kept building up to where I am now. So mm. yeah, because if you ask my friends, they would tell you that I was all over the place. <laughs> so yeah, mm. and that 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 was that, autopilot. It is. That's something I see a lot, <clears throat> and it, it to me everything is like a spiral. It's a it's a spiral downward and. When I think about autopilot, I think of reasons why people don't achieve, you know, the life that they want, why they really need to be bold about it, why they really just need a kick in the pants, so to speak, because we'll go on autopilot, get up, go to work, come home, cook, so on and so forth. And like I said, you know, you will look up and time has passed. And then you, it's, the excuse then comes up, you know, well, I'm too old to to do this or to do, you know, to do that. And I see it, autopilot is it's not a very good place to be. You know, autopilot is what keeps people stuck in bad relationships, negative thinking with the same circles and and everything else. When you think about women you talk to, out of the, the three, like if you have to choose one of the three, whether it's overthinking, self-doubt, or simply going on autopilot, which one do you think is the biggest problem? Um, self-doubt. Mm. Yep. Is it because, because of the whole comparison thing or what? No, I think it's more of they lack confidence. So they don't feel that they're they're able to do 
you know, like they look at it like I don't think I can do that, or that's for somebody else, or they, or you know, or even me. Oh, you make it look so easy, which. You know, I've been doing it longer than you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to make it look easy because for me it is. But it's um, it's self-doubt, hands down, without a doubt. The women that I, that I come in contact with. But, again, once they realize that, you know, you can do this, it just, you know, takes steps and discipline. Mm. Yeah. And they say, you know, I'm kind of hitting on the tips we're going to give in a minute. They say it takes, what, 21 days to make or break a habit. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in that aspect, if you have the discipline to do or not do something for at least 21 days, it, it, will, it could change your life. Exactly. You know, because I look at, when I was going through this whole dieting thing, and I always go back to that because that is a visible change. There were some mental changes going on in there, but that was a a visible, physical change that you can see. I know the beginning of any diet, and I know you guys, if y'all ever been on any sort of diet, you understand what I'm saying. If you've been on any type of diet or exercise program or anything like that, those first couple of days, you are ready to quit. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying to myself, 21 days, 21 days, 21 days. And I made it 21 days, and it, it changed my whole life. It's been 10 years, give or take, that I was able to keep those 80 pounds off. And you talk about discipline. I mean, especially when it's, you know, so easy, you could go get a, a band or whatever else action they have going on like I knew I could at least go hard for 21 days so that's some that's some of my action and extra I wanted to throw in there so when we talk about tips when people are finding themselves focusing on you know they're over focusing or overthinking or they're in a negative space and dealing with self-doubt or they're on autopilot What three things do you recommend they do or what can help them shift their focus? Um, For I like to do, I call in the and it's called, you know, I love visualization. So if you just visualize Mm -hmm. where you want, like what you want, like what life you want, what if it's a car, you know, whatever, if it's a business, if you want to write a book, if you want to go to school, whatever, if you just visualize, for me it was, you know, doing something that I was happy doing. So even though I'm like in the beginning stage of this speaking world, so my visualization <laughs> is <laughs> my visualization is I'm standing on the stage, I have on this black dress, I have on this red um, belt and say um, leopard print shoes. Like I can visualize what I have on. And I'm standing in, on a stage in front of 30,000 people. That's my what I visualize. Has, is it happened yet? No. And have I spoken um, three, three um, times I've spoken on three different platforms? And then you here, like, so this makes five if you count this because I've been on your show three times. But each 
each time I speak, I get better and better and better, you know, and, you know, the Facebook Lives, I go on there and practice and get better and better. So is it going to happen? Yes. When? I don't know. But that's what I'm visualizing. So whatever it is you want to happen, you just pretend that it already happened, and you just see yourself Mm. doing it. And then you're going to manifest it. People going hey, you're going to hear something, oh, I think that might be for me. Or you may, somebody may say something, you might watch a commercial, um, somebody will call you and invite you to do something, and then that's going to stretch you because in your mind you're already visualizing, okay, I'm this speaker, for me, I'm this speaker, and I'm on this platform. And then when somebody say hey, like you, hey, I want you to be back on my show, I'm like, oh. Like oh my god, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, you have you have to be careful what you uh, what you visualize, and it's funny um, that that is one of the tips because I do believe in visualizing and doing vision boards. And if you hold hold on, guys, we do have a caller. And guys, if you have any questions or comments, just press one and let me know you're there. So hold one second. Area code 336, welcome to Define You Radio. Who do I have on the line? Hey, this is Leslie. How are y'all tonight? Hey, hey Leslie. Leslie. How are you? <laughs> hey. Well, Leslie, I, I know who you are, and it's so funny. Like, I got you in when we are talking about visualizing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me, I was going into, you know, because part of my visualizing is doing vision boards, which I love, and I do them every year. They're part of my visualizing, which brings us to mm-hmm. this thing that I'm part of, this awesome, huge thing. So South Carolina, if you're listening, I will be there February 25th on the vision board tour Leslie, why why don't you tell us a little bit about the whole visualizing and vision board aspect of shifting your focus? Because I do think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm the event coordinator. Um, my client couldn't be with us tonight. I don't think she might pop on here in a little bit. But uh, the vision board party tour is ran by DeAndrea Bird, and uh, we're we're just blessed for the tour. This is her second year doing it, and uh, she goes to about oh my goodness, about six cities a year, and uh, she just helps women uh, create a visualization for their life and for their future. Uh, but the thing that we like about DeAndrea is that she really helps women craft uh, a real picture, you know, and I think uh-huh. that's important uh, that people go to vision board parties that they are influenced and pushed to create a real picture, you know, that it is something tangible that they can actually see themselves doing within a matter of months, within a matter of years, and then within a lifetime. And so she really helps them kind of walk through why you chose those pictures. That's a really big deal to her. You know, she doesn't want you just pasting and cutting any old picture out and you got Oprah's house and, you know, but you're, you're afraid to speak. (laughs) Well, how are you ever going to get to Oprah? And, and you don't like to speak Mm. to anybody, you know? And so she, she really helps you kind to not to just visualize and, and kind of piggybacking on what you all were saying 
uh, earlier, I, I was doing my little icons on Facebook so you could see that I was here. And I, I know we were talking about self-talk and, and interpersonal communication and what we tell ourselves. But I want to kind of play devil's advocate, if I may, for a little bit and, and take it a step further that, you know, I, I almost think self-doubt is a cop-out to a deeper issue. I think it's mm. easier for women to say, I doubt myself to mask what they don't want to go through. And and what I mean by that is is it's easier for me to say that the fire hurts from a distance. Um and it's easier for me to describe to you what that fire looks like as long as I'm not in it. I think uh. this year for me I have spoken to more women that don't want to go through anything. They don't want their hair messed up, they don't want their nails broken, they don't <laughs> want to get in the dirt for their vision. They don't want to get hurt for their vision. They don't want to sacrifice. They don't want to be sacrificed. Hello, because that's a different thing. Hmm. They don't want to be uh, uh, inconvenienced. They don't want to be uncomfortable. And so for me, uh, you know, being a public speaker myself and and having my own events and things and now helping DeAndrea birth her vision, uh, you know, we had to pour into her tonight. You know, she's in a challenging place. Anytime you go on tour, anytime you bring something that's so dear to your heart, to the public, you, you almost volunteer, if you will, to be a martyr for it, you know, that you are saying, I'll live or die. Uh, uh, standing in the middle of the street, whatever comes may, I have to do this because I was assigned to do right. it. But but I think I'm seeing a, a new generation of women that just don't want to go through anything. They they want to <laughs> uh, get the accolades. I'm serious. They want to get the accolades. They want to be on a pretty website at a pretty stage. And behind the scenes, they're a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for those listening, I, I would challenge you that vision boards are wonderful. But if you go home with that board and all you did was paste a bunch of lies down and you know you don't really have any type of plan to get to that beach house, it will just stay paper. Mm. Drop the mic. Leslie, come on the show and okay. drop the mic. Mm-hmm. I'm where. <laughs> That's true, I'm though. You're, 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 you're so true, Leslie. We don't want to go through nothing. It's not self-doubt. We don't want to go through nothing, y'all. That's the real issue. Hmm. I don't doubt hmm. myself. I doubt what I could be. We don't want to go through anything. We don't want to get the our manicured nails dirty. You know? I, I, I We don't want to tell like family that we have to invoice them. We don't want to go through nothing, y'all. That's the problem. <laughs> look, we don't want to look, invoice the family look, member. I'm, we don't want to do that. Who, uh, Look, I'm gonna have to schedule you because that's a whole other show, you know. That's like, a whole other show. With, the invoice yeah, that's show. A, Let's that's, have that one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Let's do that. One. You are so awesome. I just, I love Leslie, guys, and um, I'm excited to be part of the Vision Board tour. And I did drop the website on the Define You Radio page, but in case you are not on there, Miss Leslie, why don't you tell them how they can get a ticket, find out where it's going and when. Right. Well, I believe she's updated uh, the website. We were having some server issues, I believe, last week. Uh, but that uh, website should be back up. And I believe, oh, y'all, don't quote me on it. You put me on the red carpet on this one. Don't quote me on it. But I, I want to <laughs> say the URL. <laughs> Right, because I interact with people so much through her social media. That's how people are finding out. And and you know what? You can find the Vision Board Party Tour. You can find it on Facebook. 
Look, I'm going to keep it safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look it up on, on Facebook, it will come up. Yeah, all of her cities come up. And uh, nine times out of ten, you'll talk to me or one of the staff uh, members on the tour, uh, and we will get you filtered right on in. You know, we're doing South Carolina and D.C. and Florida. I mean, she's just rocking and rolling. But, you know, your leaders and your visionaries this year, you know, rally behind them, rally around them, uh, keep them in prayer. We need that more than anything now. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times cities will say, well, bring bring your event here, you know, and, and then you have four people show up. And you, you can only do that but so many times. And so when you hear about the Vision Board Party Tour or any event coming to your city, if you can get there, get there, because leaders need uh, uh, people to, to support them too. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that. I, that's always good to hear, and that's always that I mean, that's how it should be. And like I said, I'm excited to be part of it. And guys, um, you know, you can always inbox me on Facebook. And as you guys go and buy your tickets and come out, please make sure you mention you heard it on Define You Radio. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Leslie, thank you so much. Um, I'm excited to be part of the tour, and I'll be in South Carolina February 25th. Yay! Hopefully it's warm. Absolutely. Thank you. know, I'm coming from Louisiana. So with that being said, (laughs) thank you so much, Leslie. Thank you. Thanks. Patrice, do you do vision boards? Is that part of your visualization process? I have questions. So how do you do yours? I do I do mine and guys, you know, we're now we're on the whole shifting your focus part, right? We're on the tips on how to shift your focus. And anyone connected with me, which is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be part of this tour, because they know I beat in their head about mm-hmm. doing a vision board. And with mine I, I kind of, whoo, I actually finished my November 15th or before that of last year. And with mine, I, I looked through my magazines. I really, before I do that, I focus on, okay, what what's the word for 2017? What do you see first? You know, like I'll go to, you know, my mind. What do I see in, in my mind first? What do I want? How do I want to feel because a lot of times we'll focus on the materialistic aspect of visualization and a vision board without thinking the why behind it, you know. So I always kind of go into that feeling and, and in my head, and then when I look in the magazines and get ready to do my poster board, it's easier. It's mm-hmm. easier because I know how I want to feel. So even, you know, you guys have heard me talk about, and I know me and Patrice talked earlier, I've defined you will be a television show. And so that's on my vision board. It says TV show. And it says the late show, because y'all know I'm a late night person, so it'll be easier if it's a nighttime show. Um, So I put those kinds of things on there. How do I want to feel? I want to inspire people. I want to feel stronger. I want... um, you know, to really focus on my family and bringing our connections together. So part of my visualization process is thinking about 
the, the feelings I want or continue to have or, or grow. So I love that, you know, we discussed first that visualization as a tip. And one of the things me and you discussed, and I, I do want you to share it, um, and I know this isn't the proper terminology, but it is what it is. I call it like a, a walking vision board of sorts, if you want to explain that one, Patrice. <laughs> you mean um, what, what we were just talking about, the visualization? Correct. It's Like I said, you just focus on what it is you want. And and just sit. What I do is, it just depends where I am. Most of the time, if I'm at home, I just sit down in a quiet place, and I just close my eyes and just see myself there. And I probably set my my alarm on my phone for about five minutes, and I just close my eyes and just see myself there. And and again, like you said, it's the feeling. Like like I feel I'm happy, I'm excited, like, you know, people are engaged in what I'm saying and they're thanking me for my message and I'm I'm just overwhelmed, you know, so I'm the feeling. So I get in that, you know, get the vibration up and just get in the moment. Mhm. And you know what I think is a, a really good component component of visualization? Like if you are visualizing, and let's say it this way, uh, like a new house or a house, your first house, um, go see that house. Go do go to an open house. You know, go physically see it where you could touch the walls. You know, that's what I call the walking vision board because Lord knows um, – you know, you, you don't just, you know, I understand, you know, you want to think it, you want to put it on paper, and I'm challenging you guys to, to make your vision board real. Right. Go and see that. See, and that way, you and know, you don't have to think that, about how it makes you feel. Go ahead, Just honey. take it a step further. Just say if if you want a baby and you have problems conceiving, you can visualize you know, backing up the car and looking in the back with a with the baby. What you call it? The <laughs> thing they sit in. I was about to say the crib. The car seat. Uh, a car, car seat. Well, we you you know, you can visualize a car seat. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, you can like and just you know pretend it's a baby back there. You you have to definitely. Um... Put yourself in in the moment, like you're already living that life you're visualizing. Exactly. And my so vision after, board, I do both, kind of like I do pictures and I do. I have words. one that I just visualize the pictures, and then one that I have like I break it up into quarters, like what I want to do for this quarter. And then it's like on That's sticky a good notes. Idea. And then I have it like this is what I want to do for this quarter. And as I do, as I do it, then I take the sticky notes off. And then the next quarter, you know, it's a it's a um, a poster board, and I cut it in half, and I just place sticky notes on it for my quarter. Hmm. I I love that. So I'm I may have to up my my vision board game and break it down that way. I'm. I'm Okay, that's a good idea. Because think about so the bite-sized pieces. Once you once you do those, you know those small goals, and you get to those big, you know those small goals, 
then it makes it easier. So before you know mm-hmm. it, at the end of the year, you have everything done. So I, I, cause I like to write. So I write it down, put my sticky notes, and then I got my visual, my big poster board with all my images on it, the things that I'm manifesting. <laughs> Well, if you are part of the Find You movement and you happen to be on the call or live streaming, just know I'm going to find a way to incorporate that into into our uh, a group challenge. So, and if you want to know more about the Find You movement, just type in the Find You movement on Facebook and join the club where we the class is in session during the week before. In between shows. So I want to go ahead. We're running out of time, but I want to go ahead and get into the two other tips we have when it comes to shifting your focus. So affirmation. Oh, my God, I love affirmations. (laughs) (laughs) So affirmations is kind of like something you repeatedly say over and over in your mind, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of like – I say meditate on that word. Like one of them um, is, for example, for for business. One of them that I say is I have a wonderful business in a wonderful way. I give wonderful service for wonderful pay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And I, love I just that. and you can just be driving and just say it. And if you say if I, this is my challenge for you, Valencia, if you say that. Oh, Lord. All day, for one day, you're going to inbox me and say, oh, my God, girl, I just got, you know I me, mean? like, you, people are going to be attracted to you, and they're going to call you for service. I'm That's, sorry, I have to remember I'm on the radio, so so you guys can't actually visualize my face right now. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> that is, I, I love that, and I, the fact that it rhymes, Mm-hmm. would make it easier. I'm going to have to get you to, to definitely post that on the Facebook page so that way the listening audience that's connected with us on Facebook can see that and get that and start repeating that to themselves or yeah. change and do your own affirmation. I know back when I was stuck in my you know negative thinking and that whole deal, I believe that if you feed yourself enough, you're going to get full, so even if you're snacking. So I, that's how I look at my affirmations I did. So I was like, Valencia, if you snack enough, you'll eventually get full and you'll be there. Because before I became this confident, bold woman you see today, I, it was some things that I needed to, to build up in me. So I started, you know, you're wonderful, you're smart, you're strong, you're you're confident, you can do this, you can do that, and nonstop. And sticky notes galore, and I still love sticky notes to this day. Um, I even did them for, you know, did them for my son. I still do different notes for him also, and, you know, he's grown. And for my husband also, just constantly speaking life and, you know, affirming, and whether, whether you are on full meal mode or full mode, try snacking every day, and and one day you're going to get full in the affirmation, meaning that the affirmation you'll see come to fruition in your life. Yeah. That's my tip. Think of it about like that. And that brings me to another tip, which I know is something you specialize in also. 
When we talk about mentally detoxing, and I, I love the terminology. I understand fully what it means, but when you talk about mentally detoxing, why don't you explain exactly what that is for the listening audience? That is, for example, like all the negative and like emotions and thoughts and self-talk and chatter that you have, you literally just like, for example, you get a piece of paper and you list it down on one side. Like if you say, like for me, mine was self-doubt. Like um, then you replace it with I am worthy. Mm. And then um, fear, you can say I am powerful. Or whatever the the negative word is, you replace it with another one. And then when throughout your day when that thought come in, you just replace it with that new word. And it's so powerful. Just and mm-hmm. like the like the caller said, it's so true. Like, you know, self doubt you is something that you 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 don't want to face. You know? Like what is it that you're you're shying away from? What is it that you don't want to face? And 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 me, it was like I didn't know. It was like I don't know what I, you know, like oh, it's just so easy for me to just doubt it, and oh, I don't want to do this. And so and I had not to dig, do it. exactly. And so you dig deep and down and 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 mentally detox. <laughs> hmm. I think a good a good tip, um, and some of you guys have heard me say this before. Part of mental detoxing. If you think about a, a detox drink, it's hell, you're drinking something probably nasty to so you're taking something in in hopes of uh overwhelming what's bad so that could get out your system. Okay? So when I think about this, one of the things I always say is for every negative thought, follow it up with two positive thoughts. Yeah, you know? So it's like you're putting more positive in, and the negative eventually will, you know, it may not flow out all the way, but it'll, it's enough to help you start learning how to shift your focus because it, it's easy to focus on on what's bad or what's not working or what we won't do, can't do, scared to do. It's, it's so easy to fall into that um you know, overthinking and self-doubt and autopilot. And to touch on something Leslie said, and it's so funny, um, because when I tell people the story, they look at me and, like, no, I don't believe it. But for the longest time, I was scared to speak. I know, hard to believe. But truthfully, because of, uh, because of my um, my accent, because I was told different things, so pretty soon I was doubting myself. And what I had to start doing, well, number one, I did a mental and physical detox because I don't want to be associated with people, places, or things that they tell me what I can't do. That was part of my mental detoxing. And like uh, something you said, Patrice, which I love, I started seeing myself owning the room and owning the stage. I don't care if it's one, 100, or 100,000, you know. And, uh, you know, visualization is all part of that, too, kind of bringing it, bringing it back full circle. Everything, things that are on my vision board, a lot of that is associated with me speaking, but not necessarily just me speaking, but the results 
that I want to have. I want people to be inspired. I want people to know that they can do it. So the things on my vision board in as relation in relation to, to speaking and with the radio show, which will eventually be Define U T V. I'm playing with that guys. You know me, you never know. Um it's all it's all about visually visualizing it, saying it, speaking it out loud. That's what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, because on so, my vision, one of my vision board, one thing that was on my vision board for 2016 was to be an author. And mm-hmm. you know, I was like, okay. And then what? Precious called me, and then made it happen with the transition book. Mm-hmm. So I believe in vision boards. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you you never know. You never know. So when you guys find yourself in, in those negative places or overthinking because you want it to be perfect or on autopilot, which is, I believe, the step before giving up, do something to shift your focus. It's time, it's time to unleash in 2017. So with that being said, you know you guys know how fast that hour goes. We got like seven minutes. So before we run the clock all the way down, Patrice, <laughs> how can our listeners connect with you? Um, they can go to my website, patricegodfrey.com, and connect hey. with me there. I'm on Facebook, Patrice Godfrey. <laughs> Instagram, Patrice Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> you you just made it easy all all the way around. Yes, everything. And guys, I did post the information on the Facebook page, and you know, connect with Patrice. She's awesome. I've learned some things from her. I'm still learning things from her. Uh, she's a very interesting person, which is why I stay connected with her. So, what what one tip? Would you like to leave the audience with? Like if they forgot the other 54 minutes we've been on the show, what one tip that you you would like to leave that's going to stick? One tip is, I'm sorry, my kids, (laughs) they want to bother me right at the end. One tip that I want to leave the audience is just be undisturbed. I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but just you know what I mean. I like just because just, you just got disturbed. Yeah, but, um, I mean just you know, and I and TD Jakes made a great analogy. He was saying that. Whenever um, you're focused and you're standing still and, you know, you got your mindset on something, no matter what's going on around you, you know, just don't be undisturbed. You know, don't be moved by the commotion and everything that's going on around you. And it's like that with your mind, you know, regardless of what someone's doing over there or what somebody's posting on Facebook and, you know, no matter what's going on, as long as you stay focused and don't get caught up in that, then you're good. Mm. Don't be undisturbed or don't be disturbed Mm -hmm. directly from Patrice Green Godfrey. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, thank you so much. My, aff- my affirmation is I am mm-hmm. undisturbed. Like, I am not that's, that's, disturbed. That's going to be, that's your a- affirmation for 2017 that's, that's or for today? 2017, yes, especially when it comes to my children. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may I may adapt that one. I may go ahead and, and snatch that one. Uh, with that being said, uh, Patrice, thank you so much for joining us again. You know you are family here on Define You Radio. Guys, make sure you connect with Patrice on social media. I posted her website. Make sure you follow the show on Blog Talk Radio. Pens and papers down. Class is officially over. But before we go, Make sure you join us for the kickoff episode this Sunday, January 29th, 7 p.m. Central, right here. It is the, the, the jump off, the start of the Healing You series. You guys can find more information about that on the website, ValenciaGWallace.com. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. Remember, sometimes before you can define you, You need to heal you. Peace and love. See you guys Sunday and see you guys next Tuesday. Class is officially over.